Welcome to the Things Your Sensitive Ass Needed to Hear podcast. Oh folks, we have a pretty good one today, if I do say so myself. (laughs) I have Anissa on the podcast. I mean, I think this episode is a pretty big deal because we actually talk about the very title of this podcast just being someone who is quite sensitive. But then we are actually challenging this idea and exploring why sensitivity is deemed so negative. And just from talking about that and exploring that idea, it has made both of us realize about some things about this label of being sensitive and I think it's just so interesting and like I love how that just developed in the episode itself and so Anissa shares their personal experience of just from their childhood of you know just being a human with emotions (laughs) Just someone who is a little bit more intuitive than others. And we also just talk about some tools and tips on how to cope with emotions. And just the misconceptions about feeling our emotions. We also talk about breaking the generational trauma. And also talking about children. Not in a weird way. (laughs) We are actually like admiring children. And how to embrace our inner child. That's that's what we meant, okay? <laughs> I think this episode is also really great if you have grown up to think that you are a burden. We have some very comforting messages and affirmations, I guess, to help you shift that kind of mindset if you still have that. Because a lot of us still do. Like, a lot of us still think that we are a burden, We don't want to be too much for other people, but yeah, you will learn that that is not true. Without further ado, let's get on with the episode. Hi, Anissa. Hello. How are you doing? I mean, we kind of already had a little chat before this. Mm-hmm. And you are currently in Korea. I am. Yes, yes. Wait, are you open to sharing that with the world? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. I'm in South Korea, everybody. <laughs> well, would you like to introduce yourself? And oh just God. like, who is Anissa? But I want you to think about, like, who you are, not what you do. Because I feel like we emphasize, we kind of attach our identities too much on what we do. And nowadays, I'm just really curious. And I just want to know more about, you know, who people actually are, because we are not what we do you know it's true it's true who am i that's a loaded question actually who am i i know sorry it's kind of like putting putting you on the spot a little bit um that's always a good question i don't know i guess 
I'm never good with labels, so I never really even know what to like quote unquote label myself. I guess I'm just an ever changing, ever shifting blob in this human body. Uh, I love that. Blob. <laughs> yeah, you know, just a blob roaming around, uh, figuring things out a day at a time. Um, yeah, I guess you can call me a creative. You can call me an intuitive, if that makes it easier for folks to like relate. I guess, but um, I don't know. I think I'm at a place now where I'm like, we're all just very like multi dimensional multifaceted being so like i don't think there's like a single way to describe myself even like i feel like sometimes people also like really latch on to kind of their like astrology like chart you know people are like oh i'm this and that like even then you know but if you're curious i'm a pisces sun <laughs> scorpio moon and uh, taurus rising if that helps <laughs> um but yeah i'm just how do i say this about i feel like i can like go all out sometimes just i'm just yeah i'm just in this video game doing my doing my thing i love <laughs> i love how because i I mean, I'm mentioning this again and again, but I just went on my friend's podcast as well the other day, Meditate with Samara, mm. and that's kind of exactly how I describe myself. Nice. <laughs> like, I, I mean, this is why I want to invite you on to this podcast and just, like, have a chat with you. Yeah, thank you. Because we... I mean, we were friends since we were in middle school. Yeah, middle school. Yeah, middle school. And then you moved to the US. And mm -hmm. then we kind of lost touch um, mm -hmm. since then. I mean, we make, we kind of say hi here and there, right. but we don't really, right. you know, have like a proper chat. And so mm -hmm. just a couple, was it maybe a month ago at this point, we yeah up I again so. yeah and like it's so funny not funny but it's just amazing how i feel like obviously our journeys are so different like the components mm -hmm. are different but i feel like we have been through a lot of the same themes in life mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I feel like we're both on a healing journey and I that's obviously that's why I just want to invite you on. And Yeah, thank you for having me. Well, I'm really glad to have you right now and very excited to have a conversation with you, which I have already told you like five times or something. <laughs> but I truly am just excited. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so to start off do you identify because i don't want to assume here right <laughs> mm -hmm. do you identify yourself as being a sensitive person or mm -hmm. how do you how do you relate to that in your own yeah. way 
if that's not how um, you would necessarily describe it yeah that's a really good question i think the thing is like i, I personally in my truth i guess or like in my reality i do believe that everyone is a sensitive person it's just more so like whether or not you want to tap into that additional senses i think um but yeah i guess i've always have been maybe i was more aware of that sensitivity a lot more since i was very young so you can say that i am a sensitive person but i don't know i feel like sometimes even that label on its own have been like misunderstood in a way or it's seen as like a negative thing but i guess yes i i feel very deeply maybe that's kind of where i'm leaning towards more i just and even like with the term intuitive like everyone is too but i guess as someone who's like have been developing kind of my intuitive senses it's just been like more amplified in 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 my life like this this whole thing of being sensitive and a feeler and you know i'm one of those people that you know i can step into a room and sit next to a person and kind of notice their energy and like kind of like um and with that yeah i think it just um makes me somebody who like feel emotions intensely sometimes <laughs> which is not a bad thing um but definitely just like can be deeper and a little bit more intense at times which is like i don't know it's a double edged sword sometimes i guess yeah i agree and i can totally relate to that which is i mean obviously this is why i made this podcast <laughs> Right, and right. why it's literally called things your sensitive ass really needed to hear mm. now you mentioned that you think everyone is you think that everyone is sensitive which mm-hmm. again i agree on that like i also believe that everyone has intuition everyone absolutely <laughs> obviously like it's it's something that we came here on earth with we're already yes. equipped with it but what do yes. you think happened along the way why why is it so misunderstood why is it that being sensitive quote unquote mm. why is it so, deemed so negative do you think i guess like just like social conditionings right and just kind of these like pre-existing systems that kind of put people in a place where like you know being in tune with our emotions is a bad thing and i feel like part of it is also patriarchy um like i'm not like expert and kind of like how all of these things came about but 
I do feel like somewhere along the way, you know, um, because I think the thing with like feeling, I think people oftentimes kind of relate that to a more like feminine energy, right? A more kind of just like, I mean, even the terms like, oh, boys don't cry and all that kind of things, that's already kind of like, created this some sort of reality where like crying is bad you know like feeling things is bad and you know like I don't know maybe this is more kind of like like Asian culture too of kind of like oh like don't be like a burden like don't this don't that you know um like keep things to yourself like be grateful you're still alive I'm like I don't know, like, yes, we still can be grateful, but also, like, accept that we have all these other emotions. I think kind of, yeah, these, like, system that's probably rooted from, like, back, back into days that have been kind of ingrained in the society is, like, something that created this, yeah, just kind of created this way of, like, going about things that, are beyond the physical, I guess, you know, something that has to do more with sensing things, feeling things, right? Um, accepting emotions, like um, this and that. And when when you were first born, like, it's not like we, we were born and was just like, oh, I can't cry. I mean, like, heck, the first thing babies do is cry. Like, it's just a very natural thing but it's just all these like beliefs right that were created by somebody (laughs) someone made it you know I mean like it wouldn't exist if someone didn't make it the same way with like I don't know capitalism like someone made capitalism a thing and it became a thing now and it's something that you know we live in and of course like with that too kind of the dynamics that you have with your family, right? Like kind of what their views are on these things. And so subconsciously it would like shape you, right? And then the way you see these things. And what I realize or notice for myself, at least when it comes to kind of these like labels and systems, it's very binary, right? There's no gray area. There's no duality. It's just this or that you know, right or wrong, black and white, right? There's kind of no, the in-between space is something that people tend to not want to tap into because it is complicated. It requires a lot of thinking. So it's easier to just box things, right? So yeah, I mean, like I can remember just like way early on, like my childhood experience of just like, having like my grandma tell me like not to cry because like my mom's busy or something you know it's like oh you don't want to be a headache or something yeah you know like burden is such a such a big thing sorry I don't know if I answer your question sometimes I feel like I go off tangent I'm like am I even answering the question right now (laughs) no it's fine I think Um, it's really really um interesting at the start you said you think it also has to do with like patriarchy which yeah 
I've never really thought of it that way, even though it makes mm. so much sense because, you know, obviously mm. patriarchy, super masculine, super right. just like do, do, do. And right. no time to feel, no time, not, you know, it's as if our inside world just doesn't exist when. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe I'm a little bit biased, you know, I like, sociology was my favorite subject at school mm. and <laughs> mm-hmm. I love Sigmund Freud and shit, but I really believe how, you know, everything we do is in a way controlled by our un- unconscious mm. and it's something that we all i mean we're getting better now you know in 2021 Mm -hmm. but yeah i think that's really interesting but from your own experience Mm. because we were talking about like the big oh this came from this system and this because this is the world that we're living in which obviously that's that has a massive impact on on us mm-hmm. and how we view mm-hmm. these ideas and things but from your own experience like from your own childhood if you go back mm-hmm. to your childhood where do you think it came from for you just kind of like being sensitive as quote-unquote bad yeah and how did you navigate that at the time and how did you think mm. about yourself or feel about yourself Mm-hmm. I feel like it has to do with kind of first and foremost like our own parents perspective on things right because they are the f- very first people that we socialize with right I mean in most cases right our parents were the one that raised us um and and all of that stuff so you know when you're just starting in this world i mean because we were such a blank slate like we internalize whatever it is that our parents see or your guardians or um um whoever were like the, the, the yeah caregivers you know um like whoever you had first interaction with and and I must say at least for my experience like however way I was perceiving emotions or feelings and being quote-unquote sensitive um was rooted from my mom's perspective on those things that came from a dramatic space right it it, it, it's a generational thing right where from my understanding from what i've heard at least you know at least when my mom was growing up there was just never really like a, a space for her to kind of feel or anything like that so it's kind of like such a very survival mode kind of this whole like you have to be tough right to kind of make it in the world to you know survive or whatever whatever so i mean i was 
my first relationship with with emotions, right? Very, it was an in, inconvenience. It was very, not taboo, but it's just kind of like, I felt like I had to grow up very fast in a way where it was like, yeah, I kind of never really experienced a space, like a safe space at least to kind of navigate my emotions. And I feel like as a child, it was definitely confusing because it's like, I know sometimes you just want to cry, right? And you're just upset or something, or you're just exhausted and you're cranky and whatever, whatever. But feeling things became something that I feared because oftentimes when I was younger, when when I was feeling anything, it was a quote-unquote bad thing or and then I'll get into trouble and then you know my mom gets angry <laughs> you know so um yeah I was very I think I definitely was like suppressing a lot when I was um younger but the funny thing is like I never see it as an inconvenience when it's like other people what do you mean by that like when other people are feeling something you know like when I'm I always kind of like an advocate for other people to like it's okay to feel your feelings right it's okay to cry it's okay to be upset it's okay to be angry but you this like all these things are normal but for a while when it's my own feelings i was just kind of like oh my gosh i'm such a bird that everyone's gonna hate me like i'm fine like i'm I'm okay i'm this i'm that um so yeah i guess that's kind of how it started right just kind of the relationship my mom had with these things and whatever conclusions she had about emotions and feelings and being sensitive was the first thing that I was introduced to that shaped me and my views on things. And I think it goes with every other thing. Kind of how you're conditioned, how you're raised, definitely impacted like how you view the world, at least for a while. And I think in my own journey, at least in my, my healing journey, a big part of it is kind of reprogramming these things, right? And reconditioning yourself in kind of the reality that you want to be in. So in many ways, it's kind of remembering who you really are in a way. But I guess that's kind of like my earlier relationship with emotions. It's like, well, my parents said it's bad. So it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's actually made me think because, again, <laughs> I don't know how many times I'm going to say this, but I can relate again to you with, <laughs> you know, how my relationship and how I view emotions. Obviously, it started from my primary caregivers but now i'm just thinking is it the case that we are 
sensitive? Mm. That's a good question. Or is it like, wait, how do I how do I form this thought? <laughs> Because, like you mentioned at the start, obviously everyone has emotions, everyone mm-hmm. has intuition, but then. Mm-hmm. Are we really gonna be sensitive in a negative way? What would happen if we weren't like rejected for our mm. feelings and emotions? And what if we were just allowed to be and to maybe feel some things a little bit more deeply? Or mm-hmm. so is it really the case that we are sensitive, or is it? the relationship that we have mm. towards our emotions and feelings I think for me it's more so if we were allowed to feel these things is the term sensitive viewed as a negative thing I think it's more so I think we're all I think maybe maybe that's just me and my truth like take it or really weird right like um take whatever you resonate with and leave what doesn't but at least for me i think it's just a part of human nature you feel things right um you sense things right i mean heck we have all these different senses and in, in, in our body to begin with so yeah yes i guess in a way like we were all and have been a sensitive person it's just more so i think if we were given the space to navigate these different emotions or we were like better equipped with understandings about um these things i think sensitive is probably not even a word that people use you know what i mean like if, yeah that's exactly what i'm thinking yeah. as well like if we have the opportunity and the openness and kind of like you know you don't have to like tiptoe or like walk on eggshells trying to kind of understand these things i think sensitive will probably not even seen as something bad you know it wouldn't leave such a negative impact because i think it's very misunderstood right and I'm sure if you see it in a bigger grand scale like there's a lot of things that kind of intertwines in how at least the generation before us right the generation who were our like primary caregivers have this very specific view on 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 these things and i'm sure there's kind of like a deeper rooted thing that caused it but um i like lost my train of thought a little bit but i feel like <laughs> i feel like if, if that generation were to be like yeah it's so okay to feel like you know like these are normal like and i'm sure there's like a scientific aspect of it too you know um just kind of how like when 
you're hungry, you can get cranky. Like, you know, <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I, I think, yeah, just kind of like this, like, um, preconceived understanding that like also being sensitive equals to like being weak and stuff like that. And I think that really kind of, I don't know, created this misunderstanding about this term, you know? Yeah. So I feel like if we were given the space to explore these things, I think the word sensitive will probably be something that's like being embraced more instead of, you know, being suppressed and just kind of like, I mean, there's so many terms, right? You can list a lot like, oh, you're such a crybaby, like, oh, you're this, you're that, like, um, and how you see literally boys don't cry, like, in every media, right? And I feel like that also plays a big part, right? Media consumerism and I don't know, that's probably why until now. Well, I guess it's it's shifting a little bit. And I think I think people are um realizing more and more the importance of actually embracing emotions and, you know, um being okay with it. Um but at least when at least you probably can relate, but when we were growing up it was definitely very like taboo maybe even taboo is the right word to use i don't know yeah because one of the most important things for me in my healing journey is like learning that emotions just want to be acknowledged absolutely and they will literally go away (laughs) yes i yes i was watching this reel on instagram From like a therapist, (laughs) Mm. and it just blew my mind because I wish I could remember who who it was. Um, But if I remember, I'll put it in the description. Mm -hmm. But she said that emotions will only stay in you for about 90 seconds if you allow it. If you sit with it, if you acknowledge that emotion is in you Mm -hmm. and you pay attention to it fully Mm -hmm. without you know just undivided attention to it and feel it in Mm -hmm. your body it will go away it will only last for 90 seconds which is Mm -hmm. a very 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 short amount of time it's very short yes (laughs) when and it's yeah it's amazing because it's literally in the name feelings you are supposed to feel it it's physiological Mm -hmm. it's physical but Mm -hmm. i feel like that's something that we don't know i didn't know that emotions is like a bodily thing like i didn't know that when i was growing up i only knew this when i was 20 fucking six (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it's only when we it only will consume you and just become so much worse and 
flare up and you know it just goes everywhere if we let it go to our minds if we only let it stay physiologically just in our bodies it will not mm-hmm. last for very long and it's mm-hmm. like this is some something that i learned from my own therapy sessions with my therapist mm-hmm. i remember him teaching me this but then i didn't really understand it like he just said you know allow yourself to feel your emotions and he just said the same thing you know except the 90 seconds thing but just like if you only allow your emotions and just sit with it you will find that it will go away in a short mm-hmm. period of time mm-hmm. um if you don't like dwell on it but then i just realized that at the time what i thought was feeling my feelings or emotions mm-hmm. now i realized that i was just like kind of dwelling on it and ruminating on my emotions mm-hmm. and that doesn't help <laughs> because that's not actually feeling it it's not it's not that i'm paying attention to my body and where do i feel mm-hmm. this emotion am i tense you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. instead of paying attention to my own body i was reliving the mm-hmm. experience that triggered this um this emotion to come and now i just realized that that's not actually feeling your feelings <laughs> um yeah sorry that that went a little bit longer than i expected but <laughs> no no oh my gosh no 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 yeah i agree i mean i i'm sure people have seen this everywhere or maybe you've come across it or whoever listens to this podcast i'm sure they've seen it somewhere but it's like you are not your emotions and i think there's kind of this misunderstanding right where people see emotions as the characteristics in a way and i feel like sometimes we get caught up in like oh i want to be a good person i want to be a good person so i can't be angry i can't be this i can't feel that i can't you know cuz like oh if i'm upset it means that i'm a bad person if i'm jealous i'm a bad person like The thing That's is so like true. they're all they're all normal like and then and then going back to what you said yeah it's like when those do come up just kind of like acknowledge it and at least for me like especially during like moments of just kind of like very intense emotions um yeah i give myself time to just like go through the the waves right it's just like i'm very upset right now i'm very sad and very this and very that and then usually i would journal and that's when it kind of helps me kind of understand like why i'm feeling these things right kind of what triggered it or something like that so um i think there's definitely there's definitely tools out there that's available to um help us like process through you know um these emotions but yeah definitely definitely feel them like go 
all out like it's just it would just get worse right the more you like suppress or like repress your emotions because it, it's like you're just like shoving in more tension right and then your body like more and more and more like the more you stop yourself from crying or um whatever um it'll just like blow up right like you'll like hit like your boiling point and that's usually like i personally like don't like to like get into that space um i mean so <laughs> nobody <you know>. does <laughs> right so it's just like yeah kind of yeah but ev- um, people tend to allow themselves to get to that point when right. it actually doesn't have to reach that point you right. can do something about that but right. again it's i guess it's a case where we didn't really know how to cope because nobody told right, us right, how right. to navigate our emotions and these right. tools were right. we weren't equipped with it mm-hmm. <laughs> like the people who were supposed to teach us about it don't even know what they are <laughs> right 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 absolutely so it's kind of tragic <laughs> it's it's a, it's a cycle right it's a cyclical thing i'm sure yeah. the generation before us like never learn how from the generations before and i think that's what i appreciate i at least in our generation how this kind of conversation have become more normalized because it's just going to continue right if 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 like we're not aware of it we will subconsciously continue to pass it along right to the next generation the next and next and um at least for me um a big focus on my work is also like a generational thing right of just kind of like okay i see all of these growing up i've experienced all of these growing up it's definitely not working for me because it's not providing me with the kind of support that i need um so like what can i do about it all right um but yeah yeah definitely it 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 plays a big part in terms of kind of what was also available at that time right especially i don't know i feel like our earlier years is like one of the most prominent years in yeah development and growth right definitely until we're like seven or something i feel like i read it somewhere like from zero to seven is kind of like a big kind of yeah and we're like, like a sponge yeah. at that age right 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 and people think we're not like conscious beings when we are we're super right conscious we right. just maybe don't really know how to make sense of it yet right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i feel like people view children they don't give enough credit for children oh my gosh absolutely 
right? Because Absolutely. I don't know. I feel like I was just journaling about this the other day,、um, which I will actually talk about in a later episode in this podcast. But I feel like the last time, I don't know if you agree. If you agree on this, it's just something. A thought that just came across me when I was journaling、mm-hmm. in the park, looking at a bunch of children, is that I feel like the last time we were truly human and embracing it was when we were young, when we were children. Oh, absolutely. And we we already know ourselves when we、mm-hmm. were children. That's why I think、yeah. I mentioned this at the start. Like it's. Unlearning, right? It's rediscovering、mm-hmm. who you are by just going back to the start. That's, Absolutely. At least for me, that's how I'm trying to discover myself. Is、mm-hmm. by peeling the layers of the onion, because、yeah. I know that I am in here somewhere. <laughs> Yes, yes. It's just I along the way I've learned in life that you know, I am not allowed to be my own self, and so、yes. I suppress it because it's so suppressed. It's like really deep in us, but it's still、mm-hmm. there, right? It's there, absolutely. It's like absolutely. if you if you bury a fucking I don't know a house on Earth. Mm. I don't. This is such a stupid analogy, but like, no, if you bury、stupid. a house so deep、yeah. in this earth, like it's still gonna be there. Yeah. Maybe it's like just little remains or whatever in a couple、mm-hmm, hundred years,、mm-hmm. but it's still there.、Yeah. It's not absolutely. You know, it becomes part of something else, but it's still there. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, like honestly, children, like kids, are hilarious. Like they probably have better boundaries than adults. I mean,、yeah. literally, go up to any kids, and when they don't want it, they will say no. Yeah. Right. As simple as like, do you want a hug? No. And a、yeah. no is a no. Right. Like yeah, they don't、yeah. have this like, like to them, like there's nothing wrong with saying no. That's just.、Mm. It's just it's just facts. Like I either I want this or I don't want this. Yeah. Either I want to go or I don't want to go. Yeah. <laughs> and but like I mean, even that example, right? Like over time, as you get older, you're kind of just like, oh, but like if I say no, but like I don't know what, what, what like what's the other person's gonna gonna think, right? Like oh my gosh, I'm like I feel bad saying no. I mean, coming from someone who's have a hard time saying no, like、yeah. I don't like. Me being, I guess, like an ex-people pleaser. It's just, it's just it definitely that wasn't my relationship with that, right? In the beginning, it's just over time this conditioning of these expectations of these like systems, this like box that you're being put into, and kind of these like. "Quote unquote" authority figures in their life saying, "Like, well, you're supposed to do things this way. Well, you're supposed to do things that way." That definitely, yeah, shifted a lot of these relationships. Kids too, like, they will feel whatever, right? Like, they will cry anywhere, 
it's just the adults that's being like don't cry mm. you're embarrassing me mm. like everyone's watching or just kind of these like judgments right that's being put on like a very normal thing is i think what a lot of us end up being left with when or older um and same with my my journey too a lot of it is coming back to kind of what would the little me do right what does the little me even like like what do i like what do i not like and yeah subconsciously just kind of navigate our life through these lens of different expectations that's been put on us right on like what's quote unquote right for us to do or be and all these things and that affects yeah just our relationship with feeling things and emotions and all that stuff yeah yeah i was actually reading again <laughs> reading about this from a therapist's instagram <laughs> <laughs> I think she's a childhood therapist or something, children's therapist. Mm -hmm. That you don't need to teach children boundaries. <laughs> so exactly what you said, like they already know boundaries. Yes. It's just like we need to facilitate them in these boundaries and we just have to respect them of the boundaries right. that they have. Right, 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 right. And it's so true that, you know, when I've heard about this and I really want to make sure that I don't do this to children or, you know, mm. whatever is like, you know how when you're like in a family holiday, whatever, mm -hmm. like um, Christmas or just a family gathering and then, mm -hmm. you know, there is your little nephew who's like only three, four years old and they're so mm -hmm. cute and whatever. And then they're like, come on, uh, hug your whatever, your auntie mm -hmm. or yeah. your uncle yeah, or know. your grandma and whatever. And you have to think about what they want. Like, do they want to yes. hug their relatives or not? You know, right. like you can't just yeah, right. just because they're children and they're cute. It doesn't give you a right to like kiss them and hug them and that's why sure. this is again this is so tragic but like this is why people have a lack of sexual boundaries oh, is absolutely. because like it stemmed from when they were children yeah they were you know they were encouraged let's say by their parents to just like say yes to any kind of physical right. touch it doesn't right. matter what uh, the child thinks or what they feel about it they just kind of right, have right. to do it because that's right. your grandma you have to hug your grandma or right. whatever right, right, right. and so <laughs> it's uh, I, can't, I can't even emphasize enough how childhood how important childhood is absolutely and how much it affects our lives mm -hmm. from not from until you know until 
the end of time if you allow it to if you don't do anything mm-hmm. about it if you're not conscious about it yes and um because you mentioned um you know asking your little you you know so mm-hmm. if you could now talk to you know seven year old anisa mm-hmm. what would you say to them oh my gosh probably so just many. to kind of <laughs> close this mm-hmm. episode which this might get quite <laughs> long again but because <laughs> i'm sure we have so many things we want to tell them right but i'm interested yeah. in you know specifically when you were literally a child more mm. than like when you're a teenager and stuff yeah what would you say oh my gosh i guess that you're not a burden <laughs> like you're not a burden for just being you right for um just existing and for feelings and for like crying or being upset at times and this and that and i think i think that's like kind of one of the biggest thing that i had to like unlearn because that carried such a heavy weight for me of just kind of this constant pressure of not being an additional burden not having an extra stress this and that and that's a lot to ask for a child right it's like it's the adult's responsibility to find a way to cope and navigate whatever things that they're going through and to not like expect a child a literal child to hold on these emotional baggages and weight that's like not even theirs and mm. there's kind of this whole like I'm trying to find the right term um hierarchy right of like as you mentioned earlier like oh your kids who don't know anything kind of that lack of mutual respect and kind of yeah. seeing them as their own they're their own person right um cuz i think in my experience sometimes I have this, this like expectations that's put on me like i'm an extension of my parents right so whatever they're going through whatever they feel i have to take it in so yeah i would tell them you're not a burden it's okay to feel things and it's not your responsibilities of like mm. carrying other people's baggage like we all have our own and and it's it's okay to 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 speak up about how you feel i think that's the second thing after feelings is communicating <laughs> because mm. those two are equally important communication is as important yeah um it's a very hard thing that i'm still navigating myself just having a better communication with people you know learning how to express things right 
that's like also not a projection <laughs> but yeah I think that's what I would tell them <laughs> wow thank you so much for your willingness to be completely vulnerable and being real yeah. and sh sharing your story it's I feel really comforted right now because oh. you know it's like comforting to to hear that I'm not mm. the only one experiencing these things you know I would say mm. I could say the same thing to my seven-year-old self that mm -hmm. it's <laughs> it's not your fault it's you know because for me I feel like Sorry, why am I making this about me now? No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's a classic. No, no, no. But it's just, yeah. Make it's... it about you. <laughs> I feel like actually so many of us just need to hear the same kind of things. It's like, it's okay to be you. <laughs> there yeah. is nothing, there is nothing wrong with you. 100%. And, oh. I'm supposed to make this a closing, but I really loved what you say, what you said about, you know, just sometimes we attach our emotions to whether or not we're like a good person or we're a bad person when mm -hmm. having emotions doesn't determine that. It's not a determination of whether or not you're a good person or not because mm -hmm. emotions are completely normal and we just have to make peace with it it's the people who don't make peace with it and reject it and resist it anisa i had such a great time i could literally go on for hours with you which we kind of did last time like we were on the that phone for four hours or something without without planning to and i love how we just speak each other's language and yeah, yeah thank you so much for being here thank you for having me such an honor and do you have do you want to share any i don't know your your instagram or your website or anything if people want to reach out right. to you yeah absolutely um i'm pretty much only on instagram um so you can find me there um it is at a n i s s dot a and then three underscores um yeah or my website is anisaamalia.com um yeah what else that's kind of that's kind of been <laughs> that's just that's it that's all i have i'm not on twitter i'm not on any of these other things not on no, tiktok no that's good keep it simple <laughs> yes absolutely just instagram you can yes. find me so if you if you're interested to see what they are up to then you can go on to all those sites yes. <laughs> and yeah um i hope you have a good one thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode i certainly did bye <laughs> bye <laughs> i don't know what to say i also bye. don't know what to say <laughs>
share the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, please do. Follow. <laughs> no, actually, that's a good point because I need to mention that at every end of my episodes is please yes. do if you enjoyed this, please share it to someone who you think would benefit from this because we talked a lot about you know how to cope with just being just having emotions which all of us have that <laughs> and please do leave a review as well on like apple podcasts because that will massively help this podcast out and yeah see you on the next Yay. one bye bye